Welcome in to a Sports Ethos Chicago Bears podcast. My name's Eddie Hokinson. I'm your host, and we have a ton to talk about today. It is a Super Bowl week or the week after the Super Bowl. We did the Super Bowl just concluded a few days ago. It's a Thursday here now. So it's been about three, four days. Time to reflect on that. Uh, Chiefs win 38-35 on a, uh, you know, some people might call it a controversial non-holding call that got, um, that put the Chiefs in the position to kind of run the clock out, kick a field goal, and eventually win that game by three points. Man, it was a good game. Tons of offense. Uh a lot of fun to watch. It was exciting the whole time. Before the game, leading up to it, a lot of people kept asking me, you know, who are you going to bet on? Who would you bet on? And a lot of my answer every time was my head says you bet on the Eagles. They're the better team. They have, you know, all around just they're just a better football team. But my brain says I switched that up. I did that wrong. My head said, go with the Eagles. My heart said, don't bet against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And my heart, I guess, was right this time. Uh, I don't I recommend taking betting advice from me. So uh, just just let you know, don't, don't take betting advice from me. But the Chiefs win. My heart was right. Don't bet against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. He just seems to get things done, um, you know, no matter, no matter what the, you know, what kind of, uh, game it is, whether it's a lot of scoring, whether they're having trouble scoring, he always seems to get it done when they drove down that football field in the beginning of the second half and scored. I, I went, uh Oh, this, this might, the, the, the Eagles might be in trouble here. I saw, if I was an Eagles fan, I would have been, Holding my breath, and again, I would have. I guess I would have been right this time because the Chiefs went on to win the game, thirty-eight, thirty-five. Winners of that game for me, I, I got. I, I got three winners uh, of the game. Uh, number one, M and M's. M and M's duped us all, right? They got me at least. They got me. I thought they were done with the M and M characters. They had uh, gone away with them, and um, they. They were switching marketing campaigns. They were called my uh, Mayan Mayan Yaz. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm botching that. I think uh, the name that they were going to go to, but um, <laughs> uh, sorry. Here I'm trying to just look up what they were called here. Yeah, Mayan Yaz. Uh, Maya Rudolph was the the new spokesman of M and M's, but. During the second half, they duped us and they showed the Eminem characters putting up a little sign that says we're back and their Twitter says, you know, we're back. Did you miss us? So they duped us all. Eminem's one of my winners. Loved it. Had a ton of fun with that. Second winner, Rihanna. Come on. She's pregnant. She's suspended 150 feet or whatever it is in the air. She's doing her thing. Some people complain because, you know, it wasn't the, she wasn't doing her crazy dance moves that she usually does and all that stuff. But the choreographer was great, in my opinion. And she was just suspended 100 feet in the air. It was scary looking, those close up shots. You could see the thing waving out, waving around. Uh, so pretty cool, pretty empowering. 
good stuff in my opinion. Rihanna, winner. And my last winner, which is actually football related, probably what you guys actually care about, not me talking about M&Ms or Rihanna, is uh, Patrick Mahomes. You got to go Patrick Mahomes as a winner. He got his second M- uh, Super Bowl MVP. Uh, coming off the heels of his second regular season MVP. I believe he's the first regular season MVP to go on and win the Super Bowl MVP, which is just, you know, crazy to think about. I would, if somebody would have asked me that before this playoff season, I, I probably would have said, no, that's not true. There's got to be other regular season MVPs that go on to win the regular MVP. But here we are. Patrick Mahomes does it. That's five straight years uh, going to the AFC Championship. Three Super Bowls in that span that he's been to. He's won two of them now. And in my opinion, he has solidified himself as a Hall of Famer. I don't think uh, there is much debate. Uh, He can have like a mediocre career for the next five years and he's going to walk into that Hall of Fame. Uh, is you know his regular his regular single season records that he's surpassed two MVPs two Super Bowl MVPs you know I, I don't think there's much argument for it people like to say longevity and like I said he can have probably have average seasons for the next five years and he's going to walk into that place so uh, he is my third winner congratulations Patrick Mahomes you are awesome and you are probably going to go down as one of the best players to play the game if you continue doing this for a long time which i presume you will do speaking of the hall of fame some bears related news uh this this one kind of irked me devin hester did not make it into the hall of fame this was kind of news last week but i didn't i didn't get to it uh last week so i'm getting into it now my guy devin hester he was he's the best to ever do it at his position so I think he should be in the in in the uh, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You know, if kickers can make it from being the best kicker, then why can't he make it from being the best return guy? I don't think we've, we're ever going to see another Devin Hester. Just the way the game is played, you know, you're not getting as many kick returns as you did back then. And so I think he'll make it in eventually. I really do. I think that the voters will will turn around and put him in. So I'm not going to harp on it too much. You know, but I just wanted to bring it up. Devin Hester, no Hall of Fame. Devin Hester probably, in my opinion, should be in the Hall of Fame. So um, let's get back to this game for a second. Uh, We all watched Jalen Hurts ball out. Let's get real. What did he have? Four four touchdowns and then an extra point that he ran in. Um, The octopus, I think they call that, when you score a touchdown and score the two-point conversion on the same drive. So that was pretty cool to watch. He was slinging the football around uh, to complement those runs. And, you know, one of the big reasons why I'm bringing Jalen Hurts up right now is, you guessed it, I'm going to compare him to our guy Justin Fields. Um... Justin Fields is also a guy who, you know, kind of right now is relying on his run game. But if he can develop that passing game, then he can look like Jalen Hurts, right? He can be a guy who is throwing the ball and complementing his throwing with the running as opposed to running the ball and complementing it with the passing game. And that's something I'm really looking to see Justin Fields do next year, make that leap, become more of a passer. You know, they're going to run run plays for him. 
no matter what. He's going to get out of the pocket and run no matter what. But I want to see him be able to make those uh, quick passes, make those good reads, throw into those tight windows, and really be looking to to pass first. Um, I I pulled up here uh, Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts. They're uh, both their second seasons. And, you know, they're, they're somewhat comparable. You can see that Jalen Hurts has a little bit better numbers. Uh, let's see. He's got, like, less interceptions. He's got uh, a better quarterback rating. He's got more touchdowns. But we're also talking about a guy who was put in a way better position to succeed. Um he, you know, had a way better offensive line. He didn't have AJ Brown yet, but I still think he had better skill position players around him. Uh, let's see his second season, which would have been in 2021. He had a completion percentage of 64%. And Justin Fields in his second season with a completion percentage of 60%, uh, way less total yards, right? Way less, way less touchdowns. But what you see, what you, you could, just by watching the game and the eye test, you could definitely see the comparisons and where you would like to see Justin Fields grow in his game. Um, he was talking in some interviews this week uh, during the Super Bowl, during the Super Bowl week, and then after the Super Bowl week, and he was just kind of talking about how um, you know he's getting a more better grasp on the offense. He's focusing more on details and the plays that they're running. So he he definitely is doing the same. He's looking to improve. He's looking to. Um, he was talking about you know just get, keeping his mechanics tight, really working on them. So he's throwing the ball the same way every time. His uh, his footwork, all that kind of stuff. He he's looking to work on. And I think that 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 we can that kind of stuff is what you want to see out of him next year, right? He's got the offense down. He should be able to make some better reads, and he gets the mechanics down, so he's making better throws more consistently. And again, he's complementing the throwing with his legs as opposed to the other way around. Like we saw, um, we saw Jalen Hurts doing. He he was sling. He could throw the football, right? He proved to everybody that he is the real deal. I think he had the same sort of questions as Justin Fields has right now, and I think that you know the that that's a, that's a blueprint that we would like uh to see out of Justin Fields and like i was saying on the previous episode you get this guy uh some better linemen where you know he can stay in the pocket and not be terrified and you get him some skill position players that are getting themselves open more works on that stuff along with the offense along with the mechanics and all of a sudden you got yourself a guy who is hopefully throwing for 5,000 yards and you know running the ball for another 600 yards who knows what he what he can do once he uh once he unlocks that passing game so yeah it's really easy to to see the comparisons between fields and hurts just in terms of how they complement their run and passing games together um they're around the same size i think i think justin fields is actually a little taller than him uh, i don't think he is 
squatting 600 pounds or whatever it is Jalen Hurts was squatting that was pretty pretty crazy but you know you, you know he's not gonna uh you can't um expect them to be exactly the same as each other so yeah I'm really looking forward to that with Justin Fields um there, there's all sorts of Justin Fields talk going around right now the the rumors have, so now that the Super Bowl is over the the rumors had started coming in about on the national te- television shows and national media guys about what the Bears are going to do with this number one overall pick and sure enough you get the uh, the the Twitter the tweet from Jason Luckenfora uh, on Twitter he said more more than one NFL general manager came away from the Senior Bowl fairly convinced that Justin Fields will be dealt. I love that, to be honest with you. I think that 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 is Ryan Poles, you know, trying to fleece the league, throwing smoke, and you know, I, the more people that believe that the Bears may trade Justin Fields and keep that number one overall pick, the more people are going to give up in order to get to that spot so they can get their guy. Um, I think uh, Todd McShay on ESPN says they think they should trade uh, trade Fields and draft Bryce Young. He called him a smaller Mahomes, which I think is kind of ridiculous. From what I understand, uh, Bryce Young is like six foot tall. I, would, I think he's closer to like a Drew Brees or something. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I've watched a lot of tape of Bryce Young, and I know Todd McShay knows a lot more than I do about these draft picks coming in, but it just kind of seems a little weird to compare somebody to Patrick Mahomes. I mean, we, I was just talking to him about Patrick Mahomes a few minutes ago. The guy is a future Hall of Famer, and you're calling somebody a, a smaller Mahomes when I don't think that they're – their body size like makes them comparable. I think it's kind of tough. That that's tough for me to see. So um, yeah, I, I don't mind. I don't mind the noise about Justin Fields being traded. I said it before. I think it's all noise. I think they would be, they would be crazy to trade to trade Justin Fields. So we're gonna keep hearing about this for the next you know two three months until the draft, and I'm gonna keep talking about it because. Like I, I just, it's just crazy to me that that they would trade him. Um, maybe they, maybe they do, and if they do, I'll come on this podcast and I'll say I was wrong, and I will, you know, start to evaluate who the Bears have. I just don't see them resetting the clock like that, you know, to a new, a new quarterback to learn a new system. I think that they have a guy in place, and you could just put some guys around him and help him succeed. So. That's all I'm going to go on about that today. Um, I kind of, you know, I've, I've, I've gone about that at length already. So um, just not going to, to, to keep going on about that. The last thing I want to talk about today, uh, because it relates to last week's episode as well, the Bears have officially closed on the land to own the Arlington Park land the 326 acre land in arlington park they own it they have closed on it um they released a whole letter and statement saying you know this is a big step but we you know they they haven't committed to building a stadium they still gotta assess the land and figure out tax stuff and speak with you know get get arlington park residents and approval and all that junk a lot of stuff that goes into it but they own the land and although they won't commit to saying that 
they're building a stadium. Let's be real. They, they, they brought in Kevin Warren for a reason. You don't buy this land to, to flip the land. So it's going to happen. Um, the city of Chicago, uh, Mayor, Mayor Lori Lightfoot put out a, a funny statement about, about it again. They're doing all they can to, to say that, hey, Chicago is the place you can be and they can make Soldier Field a, a playable place for these players and put a dome on Soldier Field and stuff. I, that, that, that ship has sailed. It's not happening as much as the city of Chicago um, wants to put out there that they that they're still in the fight to do this uh, to to get the Bears to stay. It's not happening. So um, that's really fun news. That's huge news. We're going to continue to get developments about that um, probably you know throughout the year, throughout next season. Um, I project that this won't. You know they're not going to be playing in a stadium in Arlington Park for another six seven years. I would say at the minimum, um, just from what I've read about, you know, everything that it takes, you know, going into this, going into this kind of stuff. So it's not going to happen right away, but it's happening. Bears fans, as much as you, some people don't want it and the Arlington bears, all that crap, you know, you can go on and on about teams that don't play in the major city that's in their name. Buffalo Bills, the New York Jets, the New York Giants, San Francisco 49ers, the Dallas Cowboys. They all play outside of those cities, and they still call their team name those cities. So just chill out, guys. Um, they're going to get a beautiful stadium. We're going to have state-of-the-art amenities you know, casinos, restaurants, you name it. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a little mini bears land up there in Arlington. So, um, that, that's super exciting. They, they officially, that was the big news that happened. I think yesterday afternoon, maybe the day after, uh, maybe day, day before that. Um, but it's, it's been, it's been the big talk, big talk of the town lately. So super exciting. And, uh, yeah, so that's all I got for you guys today. Um, come back next week we'll talk a little bit probably more about this draft let's be honest it's going to be a lot of what we talk about in the next uh two months there's going to be it's just going to be a lot of talk about this draft and what the bears may do and justin fields and this and that so uh thank you Ed, for listening please like and subscribe on all your listening platforms uh go follow me on twitter at underscore uh, at underscore full underscore the underscore world that's full the world with some underscores go follow ethos bears on twitter and go follow all the ethos guys on twitter uh really great stuff that you're going to get from all those guys out there so thank you again for listening and uh, we'll see you next time